0: Earlier this week, someone close to me complained about my desire to maybe move back to Europe someday. Keyword here is maybe, as in not decided or permanent yet. They complained because it meant they couldn't see me as often. My response was to feel upset and a little bit guilty. As I shared what happened later with a close friend, she pointed out how much space feeling guilty takes. Then with kindness, she said, no one can make you feel guilty. It's a choice. Then she asked if I genuinely felt like I did something wrong. No, I didn't. My name is Francesca Phillips, and you're listening to The Good Space Podcast, a show where we help you find peace and power in work, relationships, and intuition. Today, I want to talk about something that I feel a lot of us deal with sometimes on a daily basis and something that popped up in my own life recently. And I thought, you know what, let's just talk about this, how to deal with negative people and take back your energy. I know before we've talked about building personal energetic shields, which we'll go ahead and link in the show notes. If you haven't listened to it already, all about being aware of your energy and where it's going and who gets to affect it and whatnot. And yet it seems to be something that pops up even after knowing this information. So it's always going to be something to work on and be aware of. So hopefully this is helpful for you if you are struggling with either toxic energy, negative energy, negative people. So let's dive into this. As you already know, I'm sure we build perceptions unconsciously. So depending on who raises us, those perceptions can vary greatly. Some people live or grow up in wonderful homes with a lot of support and love. And so maybe their perceptions of the world are very positive and they feel like they don't have limitations, while other people can be raised in not so great homes. Maybe they have toxic families, toxic parents, emotionally immature parents, which is something I'm going to be talking about on the podcast very soon about how that can affect you growing up and obviously everything in between. Like no situation is ever the same. But regardless, each of us create perceptions of the world and the lens through which we look at the world based on our experiences and examples and things that we've seen in the world. When it comes to stuff like that, to be positive and to take your energy back, what often stops us from having the life we want is the brain. Our brain wants to be efficient, so we all have these programs that keep wiring and firing over and over again every day. Many times when a parent can't be there for you emotionally or they're negative in their thinking, it doesn't mean they're a horrible person. And same for anyone else who can't be there for you emotionally or are negative in their thinking. It doesn't necessarily mean they're a horrible person. It usually means that that's how they've been wiring and firing for years, for maybe their whole life. Maybe they have never known any different or thought to question it and change it. So it's in our best interest to become aware of these perceptions within ourselves and change is necessary because we can't change other people. We can't send other people to a therapist or to someone else and be like, you need to change. We don't have control over that. We have control over our own perceptions, our own things that we need to change. And so that's actually wonderful that we can do that for ourselves So extra emotional weight like guilt, shame, or obligations that are thrown on us by others often weigh us down and take up precious energetic real estate. They weigh us down more than we realize, trust me. And imagine if all of that weight disappeared right now. Are you feeling lighter? That's what I want to talk about today. How to feel lighter and handle better the negative people or negative energy others expect you to carry or maybe that you expect yourself to carry. So that way you can have more space for your creative endeavors, for your family, for anything you've been wanting to give time to. I promise this will make a difference. Earlier this week, someone close to me complained about my desire to maybe move back to Europe someday. Keyword here is maybe, as in not decided or permanent yet. They complained because it meant they couldn't see me as often. My response was to feel upset and a little bit guilty. As I shared what happened later with a close friend, she pointed out how much space feeling guilty takes. Then with kindness, she said, no one can make you feel guilty. It's a choice. Then she asked if I genuinely felt like I did something wrong. No, I didn't. Let's unpack this for a second. First. I was enjoying the high vibrations of excitement, gratitude, and joy, sharing my hope for the maybe future of living in Europe. And I decided to share some of that with another person. That person who received that excitement, gratitude, and joy responded based on their own unique perceptions and lens on life and made a statement out of their own fear, fear being a lower vibrational energy. It's a foundational principle of the universe that higher energy converts all lower energy, but the reverse isn't possible. Only if the person experiencing higher vibrations chooses to lower theirs. So because of my perceptions about myself and the world, I took the bait and lowered my energy to that of guilt and shame, wanting to cave again into pleasing people and feeling worthy. Which lucky for me, I called the friend who lives in a higher vibration She was able to call this whole energetic exchange out for what it was. She reminded me it's a choice to feel guilty. Of course, it's good to check in on our motives and be open to learning if we have hurt someone, but I knew this moment wasn't one of them. So I imagined myself holding the bag of fear and sadness that the other person gave me via their words and their emotions, and I handed it back to them. This is the mental image going on in my mind. So imagine yourself holding the bag of fear and sadness, giving it back to them. And then I went back to my day, listened to positive things, and I felt so much lighter. When you interact with negative people, think of them handing you a big bag of emotional junk, right? You can imagine it just being really heavy and annoying and like, where do you put it, right? Then it's your responsibility to put that thing back where it came from. As they say in Monsters, Inc., that song that he sings at the end, I always use it whenever I can. I love that movie. But essentially, you're just giving it back to them. So that's an image I want you to keep in mind anytime you speak to someone negative who thinks it's your responsibility for their happiness because it's not. And I want to give you six different tips that I gleaned or took from my experience this last week. So it's just a good little reminder and you can print these out if you want to. We have these written down on show notes or if you just want to re-listen to this part, just make sure you remember these six things. One, be intentional about who you share things with. It's so hard sometimes to not be able to include family or friends or people that you really want to include in on things. But if they're just going to be a downer or make you feel worse, or you feel like you're not strong enough yet to keep the responsibility on their end for what they react, then you need to be cautious and And careful about who you share things with because you want to have your energy stay as high as possible and you should do life the way you want to do life. So don't feel bad about that. The second tip, if you sense or experience someone giving you a bag full of their negative emotions, keep imagining yourself handing the bag back. Their emotions are their responsibility, not yours. And because you're handing back what's rightfully theirs, you'll have more space to give them the love they need. There's nothing wrong with saying, I'm sorry you feel that way. Just know I love you and I'm here for you. You can definitely show compassion for what they're feeling, but don't ever feel sorry for a decision you've made or a path that you want to take. The third tip is remove yourself from the situation or hang up the phone if you feel like you need to. Don't be afraid to do that for yourself. Just as the person you're dealing with has a responsibility to their emotions and well-being, you do too take care of yourself and do what it takes to feel that spacious, pure energy. Someday you'll be able to not let what people say affect you in the moment, but until that time, remove yourself as needed. And of course, if anything involves physical or verbal abuse, please get professional help and remove yourself from that situation as fast as possible. Okay, the fourth tip is to create boundaries. That same person in the story that I told you at the beginning of this episode, I've had to tell them in the past that I'm happy with my life. And if they can't support me and only give negative reactions, then I'll hang up the phone. This was years ago. And it's helped tremendously with boundaries. And they've definitely decreased the amount of negativity because they knew I would hang up the phone and I had to like once or twice. And then they got the picture. Although, you know, some of the negativity still slips through now and again, obviously, because I told you that story and it just happened recently. But regardless, having boundaries just allows you to feel a sense of safety and trust within yourself and to also hold on to your right to the life that you want. And when you build that trust with yourself that you can stand up for yourself, you're going to be so much happier. And boundaries can look different based on what you need. So boundaries for me might be, I'm going to hang up the phone if you're negative, or I only talk about certain things and I tailor what I can tell that person. But it can also be less than that or it can be more than that. So again, based on what you need, based on the emotional environment that you want to create, then you create your boundaries based on that. The fifth tip is to notice those moments you're choosing to lower your vibration based on the reaction of someone else. Question it. Why? Why are you choosing to take on guilt or shame? Are you addicted to those emotions? Do you not see yourself as worthy you don't have to obsess or dwell on this. Just take note and be aware and then flip the script in your mind when you get the chance. Say or listen to affirmations. Remind yourself that you're a wonderful, brave person and you're choosing to not entertain negative thoughts that work against your best success. Cleanse your energy doing the exercises I taught in episode 27. Do whatever it takes to get yourself back into that higher vibration. So the sixth tip that I learned from my experience is to make it your mission after hearing this, to go enjoy your freaking life. Be that brave, unapologetic person you know you are. Give back every bag of emotion that isn't yours and start to question and eliminate any perceptions you hold that limit what you see as possible. Because really and truly, you and I are responsible for our own happiness. You and I are responsible for the things we let in our life. And that means you have so much power to have and live the life you want to live. And we don't need to allow anything else to drag us down. And I know that you have something awesome waiting for you in the future. And that if you're listening to this, that you're on the right path because there's a reason we've connected. And I really hope that something in this episode inspired you or committed you to a certain kind of change that you've been trying to make and please, please, please feel free to go into the show notes, leave a comment about something that changed you in this episode today. Speak with other people. Let's connect. I want us to journey together in a positive, uplifting way. And sometimes the only way to do that is to connect. And I am really grateful you're here. And thank you so much for pressing play and listening. I hope you have a lovely, lovely day or weekend or whenever you're listening to this. Now it's time for an affirmation. I expand the amount of space I give to my health, wealth, and relationships every day in a positive and loving way. If you found today's tips inspiring or thought-provoking, share it right now on social media and make sure to tag me at Francesca A. Phillips or at Find Your Good Space and also weigh in in the comment section at findyourgoodspace.com. You can find links in the show notes. And if you have a spiritual or mindfulness problem that you want me to unpack on an upcoming The Good Space episode or an awesome manifesting story you want to share, give my podcast phone line a ring right now at 917-719-0867. Also, don't forget to download my free morning routine guide. It's what helps me reduce my anxiety, increase productivity, and so much more. The link to everything I mentioned is in the show notes. See you soon! Do you struggle with time management and feel overwhelmed by everything you have to get done? And have you tried sticking to a regular schedule but get pulled every which way by shiny objects and demands from others? If you wanna simplify your life and get better at being decisive, finally getting productivity down in your life, then this message is for you. I have released a new book called How to Not Lose Your Shit, The Ultimate Productivity Guide for Entrepreneurs. This book gives all the methods that I have taught my private clients, my followers for many years on how to see results in your business and to get more peace in your life. I've had so many entrepreneurs say how overwhelmed they feel and drained and burned out and so I teach them a framework and different techniques that help them to take back their peace and to start loving running their business again and to start feeling human again. If any of this sounds like you and any of it sounds good to you then make sure you buy this book now. It is workbook style so it's a roadmap and it gives you a link as well to a download that you can easily print and use as you're implementing everything in the book and it's very short. It's probably like 60 to 70 pages. So it's very short because I only wanted to give you information that was actually useful to you. And I throw in a few stories as well from people that I've worked with. So a lot of good things in there. Make sure you buy it now if this sounds like something you need. And if you have any questions, feel free to direct message me or email me and I hope it helps.